everyone. This is Lately for Metal Cell Podcast. I'm joined by Dara and Aaron from Horrenda. Hi, guys. How are you doing? Hey, Lenny. What's up? How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. Good. <laughs> uh, welcome to the podcast. Do you want to introduce like what roles you play in the band? Aaron, you go first. Uh, well, I'm uh, Aaron. I'm the vocalist for Horrenda. I'm Dara. I'm the guitarist and other such things for Horrenda. Awesome. Uh, you guys played in Lost Lane in Dublin with uh, Rotten Sound. How was that gig? Yeah, it was good crack. It was. Uh, I'm, I'm sick as fuck at the moment as a result of uh, a couple of gigs that we did. But uh, other than that, it was uh, it was good crack. Like played with Lost. Uh, we played in Lost Lane. That's the first time we did it. But we played with Rotten Sound mm. before and uh, seen Levain again. Big redemption arc here. Big redemption arc. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it was good crack. But Aaron, like, tell him about the redemption arc. Yeah. So. Years ago, when Arenda was very young, um, let's say, um, we were, Rotten Sound were supposed to play in uh, On The Rocks above the Voodoo Lounge. And uh, as an after party for Mayhem's gig of playing all the way through Demistress, the like famous album. And we told the bookers that we would play 45 minutes as support for Rotten Sound and, and we turned up and, and we played our entire 45 minute set in 15 minutes yeah so we somehow outgrind chords the, <laughs> the grindcore band yeah that was I'll be honest with you I, I got to meet Attila after the gig and that was cool but um, Attila were there oh my god no, no the lead singer of Mayhem Attila like oh um, not the band that's, oh, his, sorry. that's his, band. his real name <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, and yeah that was cool but the gig yeah was a bit of a a bit of a miss, but yeah, we had a good redemption arc this time. I think uh, everybody really enjoyed it and we sold some shirts, so it was a great time. Awesome. That's impressive that you performed your 45 minute set in 15 minutes. <laughs> I don't even know how we did that. <laughs> I really don't. Because we didn't skip any songs. We just got to the end of it. We're like, oh, fuck. You must have been going a mile a minute. Two minutes. Yeah, it was yeah. crazy. Oh my God. Crazy. Zero chill. No zero chill exactly. Um, your new single "Handprints" is coming out the fifteenth of November. Uh, in a couple of weeks. Uh, is there a story behind the song? Kind of. We're uh, we kind of started. Uh, we used to write a lot of songs about Irish history, um, and lo- like a lot of different like parts about it. Um, like our most famous song would be "Slowa." It's about like old Celtic Irish, like old Celtic ghost stories and stuff like that. Handprints was just kind of this idea, the kind of like handing down the kind of repetition in in Ireland that we've noticed, um, uh, you know, through the last few years, we've noticed less of a role of like, you know, the Catholic Church in our generation. And but there's still this sort of like, uh, like who, you know, like a kind of nepotism to everything that we that I I found quite interesting and this just trying to like you know it every I, I know a lot of people that they they just kind of repeated what their parents did and they kind of got their roles in society through through the people they know. It's just kind of like an interesting uh kind of like idea to go with. That is really, really as best interesting. Like, I can describe it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of just like repetition. If you hear it enough times, you'll end up like repeating it. Yeah. It, it, there's a lot of kind of repetition in the song about like the kind of like washing of, away of like handprints as if it's not, it's not just like the evidence that you, you've you left 
it's the the handprints that have been left on you that you just carry on and even in the riff as well um we repeat it a lot more than we normally would with like in horrendous songs um the the parts are kind of repeated as well to kind of emphasize that that's um a really cool detail actually <laughs> um it's so- it's it's supposed to be like a panic attack song it's it's a very kind of Especially because we've we've we kind of played it a bunch live to try and because whenever we write songs we'll we will play it live, just to get a, like a feel of the song and if it doesn't fit a live setting, which is what we center what most of what we do around, you know, if we can't if it doesn't commit itself live, we 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 don't feel the song has worked for us. So it was just kind of like a, it was quite a long, there's a, there's, there's a few different versions of the songs. A few people might be able to hear in a few old demos of, of ours and stuff like that. But this this version that we've kind of stuck to, that we've that we've added the video to, and it's one of the reasons why the video is, rather than having a, like a story and a, like a dramatic element, it's more, us, it's just us live and how kind of, are crazy our live shows can kind of get no it's a perfect representation and you picked like the perfect sort of video on which we'll get into now um the video is absolutely amazing i love it was it Thank done you. in one take or did i did it take a couple of tries uh playing the song or did you just like no there, there was no take it's literally no our show we, we basically angel from uh cosmo palace uh came in and shot our live set in the grand social and that was it. There was no takes. There, there was just go. That's awesome. That so That's everything good. you see, um, everything you see happened. Like we didn't plan it. Live. Like we didn't plan it. Fuck it, we'll we do it live. We didn't plan it. <laughs> we didn't plan it. Everything you see in the video just kind of happened. Like everything from like, I didn't even realize Aaron did most of the stuff that he did until I was watching the video. I was like, whoa, <laughs> that was crazy. It was, um, we because we, we've been friends with Angel for a while. And we've collaborated with him a lot. And uh, the one thing that we consistently talked about, especially after we recorded uh, our uh, music video for Axe Wound during um, the pandemic, was uh, a part of the Axe Wound video was to try and capture us performing live, but in a but not in a live setting, in a more of a studio setting. And going forward, we we were constantly trying to think up of ways of uh, kind of showing people who don't have the chance to see us live to really show kind of what what we're about, what we mainly do this for. So um, it was just a lot of back and forth with Angel. We ended up booking a gig uh, in the Grand Social. And then it was just that kind of like, all right, if we let Angel bring in his cameras and just shoot us playing live. No script, no magic, just just the raw element of us playing live and try and put that into video form and try and get that out there as far as we can. That would that that's kind of that was basically our our main mission going forward with this music video. Well, you've definitely achieved that. It's like definitely one of my favorite music videos that I've seen this year. And I know it's not out yet, but like it is seriously amazing. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Of course, like you pulling points to like everything. It's just like so good. Yeah, um, the uh we've we, we've 
pondered doing that live in in other venues, but uh, it's a it's a questionable <laughs> it's a questionable act, uh, especially in some places where the security are a bit uh, uh, you know they always have a watchful eye on me uh, typically because <laughs> as you can see in the music video, I, unlike a lot of other kind of bands that would be in our genre, I have a tendency to be more out on the floor than on the stage and that's a little bit harder to handle so it i can imagine it freaks some some establishments out a little bit uh but it, we, have, we i haven't i haven't gotten into serious trouble just yet <laughs> I, I love in the video that it captures as well when aaron walks out it kind of like the parting of the red sea the crowd just moves yeah <laughs> it just gives them this like arc and very few people like interact with him i think I, I, in this video you get a few people that do but and at Siege as well, like last week, there were people interacting with him as well. But Lost Lane, we had a part in the Red Sea where people just are too freaked out to even go near him. So <laughs> I always enjoy that part whenever we play live. I think that's really funny because I always get a really good uh, bird's eye view of it too. <laughs> You're the Sid Wilson of the band. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> um, Put that on a business that's the guy with there. the big nose, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Um, how was Siege? How was um everything down there? I unfortunately couldn't go, but like the bill was amazing. Oh yeah, we had a good time. It's I mean, fantastic. Also, it's always a good time. It was a redemption arc as well for us there, Aaron, because last time we played the Casbah stage was a bit of a that was our first time playing Siege. It's a bit of a train wreck, but uh, this yeah. time was was fantastic. Crowd was unbelievable. Uh, thanks to everyone who came and saw us, and you know, yeah. it, I've never seen so many horrendous T-shirts in one place. <laughs> so that was kind of surreal but uh yeah man it was it was really really cool that's awesome to the people in the front row that were singing along word for word oh, i don't man, know how the fuck yeah <laughs> i don't know how I don't you know learn that. the words because we don't release the words i don't know what aaron says i mean that's even more impressive the people and people cheering for samples as well which is also a new one that was fun uh, you should do like um a guess the lyric challenge and like whoever gets the closest like wins a signed CD or something. I'll tell you, I'll tell <laughs> that, you yeah, that, that'd be a good idea. <laughs> I'll, tell you, I'll tell you this, lady, right? The first time that like I knew Aaron was saying was when we were recording uh Nerve Gas. I'm like, oh, that's what that lyric is when he was recording it over and over again, or whenever he's tracking, that's usually the first time that I know what Aaron's actually saying. So <laughs> Fair play to the fans that actually know it from just like coming to the shows. That's even more impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Horrenda is a pretty, you know, eye-catching name. Is um, how did you come up with it? Oh, will we tell the joke or we tell the real one? <laughs> Which one? Um, I think we should tell the real one because it is kind of interesting how kind of lazy we were, <laughs> to be yeah. honest. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so like initially, I wanted Sinna Horrenda, right? Which is like this cool moment where like this crazy pope put another dead pope on trial, but that was taken. So Aww. we went with Horrenda, and I didn't want to. I I've kind of like double barrel names. I I don't like a lot of bands I've been in. I've had those, and I'm just like, oh, it's a bit unwieldy. So I was like, right now we'll just stick with Horrenda. And once or twice, I have kind of floated the idea, the idea to change the name, but then got shot down. So we're just kind of stuck with it. That's um, but our logo is cool. Name. Yeah, but your logo is cool. cool. So, and yeah, the logo is cool. So I, I've kind of grown to like it. But uh, yeah, it lets everybody call us horrendous. So it's just <laughs> which are a Canadian band. <laughs> Canadian yeah, band that band. are 
that are proggy and amazing and way more talented than us. But, but they're sure. called horrendous. <laughs> they're called horrendous. That's um, some reverse psychology there. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. But yeah I haven't listened story. to the new album yet. But that's the story. That's it, yeah. yeah. It's, um, it just kind of stuck. Yeah, it's kind of stuck and, and now we're... Like, it, it's... I don't know. It, it some days I like it, some days I don't. But uh, yeah, it, it it I think I kind of um we've grown to really grown into the name, you know, because the live show. Whenever you say, "Oh, um, you come into a Renda show," or when we're booked, there is that kind of buzz where people like are now know what to expect, which is usually Aaron jumping on them. The another thing is, um, years ago, um, if I remember correctly, it was it was our bass player Keith who who, who designed it. Uh, we our our logo. If you don't look at like the Renda logo as itself, we have another logo that's like a V. Yeah. Um, that is uh, based off of our song Slua, the 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 old Celtic ghost story. And um, I've actually started to notice more and more people seem to be pushing that rather than the Horrenda name. That yeah. sort of uh, which I I think is is awesome. Um, I know one of our band uh, band members has gotten a tattooed. But I believe there's one or two people that are like not even Irish got a tattooed as well. So we're kind of we're we're kind of pushing that a little bit more. Um, It just like the kind of same idea that we had, the same idea that like you know whenever you think about Black Flag, you don't think about the the you know the actual letters. You think about the the four the four blocks the 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 four bars. You know. and we've been pushing that more and more with our merch. Um, and with the totems typically, on stage and stuff, yeah. Totems on stage and all that stuff. And uh, we, because uh, our our, lo- our actual band logo of Horrenda, we tend to throw that underneath or above um, pictures, like our recent uh, merch drop that was uh, inspired by a, a film called The Devils. And it just it just looks like a roof or a floor because our logo is so illegible <laughs> that it just kind of fits in with the picture. But it's the V logo that we are, I think is starting to catch on more. Yeah, that I really like the V logo. I think it's um it's much, I it, it's much more uh, of our thing rather than Horrenda, which is kind of you know as I said, it's it's a lot easier to go horrendous. But once you see the V logo, you're like, oh no, I know who it is. Yeah, so that's kind of what we like to push, you know. <laughs> It's uh funny because um when um I found you guys on um Instagram uh while researching for um this interview I saw your logo I was like ah that's them I've seen you before so yeah. <laughs> see that's 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 that that means it's working Aaron yes <laughs> I, I I'd hope so <laughs> <laughs> you know? um if you could collaborate with any musician dead or alive who would it be and you can both give an answer oh. If I could collaborate, yeah, with mm, that's an interesting question. <laughs> I already know who's going to pick. Let's see if I'm wrong. Who do you think we're going to pick? <laughs> Who? Dillin- Dillinger. I no, I because I tarnish it. I don't want to tarnish that. That's 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 my favorite band. I wouldn't touch that. Leave that alone. That's perfect as it is. Are you going um, to see Greg next year? Of course I am. You're going to see me hanging from the ceiling of Wheelands at that gig. <laughs> um, Possibly with Greg, um, <laughs> but uh, oh, that's a difficult question. I'd probably have to go with Edgy. 
I'm going to give Keith's answer for this. Um, Keith is a huge fan of a uh, American uh, harsh noise and punk band called Man Is the Bastard. And for <laughs> for years, uh, Keith has been texting this guy. Um, like this band has done splits with the likes of like Full of Hell and stuff. Like they're 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 on Mersbell and all these big acts. So. I suppose just I, I'm going to give that answer for Keith because Keith can't be here. So yeah, I'd say Ban is the bastard for Keith. What a name! Yeah, no, they 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 live up to it. Believe me. Darren <laughs> 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 is probably Blink One Eighty Two. Uh, oh, sorry, no, no Angels and Airwaves. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, but not with not with her, not, not with Horrenda, obviously. Uh, I mean, absolutely, that is the answer. But not not with um, not with Horrenda. With Horrenda. Um, I'd love to do something with Harry Carrick for the sky or Carrick. That'd be that genuinely would genuinely would be amazing. We have a song called "The Five Fidelity," which we don't play live because it doesn't really work live. To go back to what Aaron said, but um, our our kind of like um influences on the the more kind of like uh black gaze kind of thing is it you know comes out through that. So I would yeah, they'd be my answers. Oh, very good. Um, you've mentioned Blink there. That's a whole can of worms for me. Um, oh, fair. <laughs> what era of Blink? Uh, personally, I I think uh, what's it? Uh, Neighborhoods, or or the actual two thousand three album is the most interesting one. But Neighborhoods is phenomenal. I mean, there's a reason why I double stack delays. Um, like that's that's where I got the idea. <laughs> good choice, good choice. They're my favorite albums as well. <laughs> Do you have any favorite album releases of 2023 so far or any that you're looking forward to in 2024 because year's almost over? Uh, well, I, I do have to say this because there's been like, there's too many to count this year. And I, I never really come out of any year with a specific, like that, like one album was my favorite. Um, the new Scratch album that came out the other day just absolutely blew me away. I, I've, I've always been a fan of the Scratch. Um, but that that absolutely that album absolutely destroyed me. Um, I've been listening to it nonstop, uh, and the new I see. I'd be more. I'd be like a hardcore guy out. Like I play in a black metal band, but I've I've always been more like hardcore kind of um, pushed. So I'd I'd have to put up um, military's military guns new album and the new Jesus piece. The new Jesus piece album. Uh, is just I got to see them play live um, this year at Outbreak, and it's just it's just crushing. It's just amazing. You can even hear even for like a hardcore band, there's all these like weird like callbacks to like you know suffocation and stuff uh, in it. And I just did probably those those three albums so far. The ones that always just that that are like jumping to my brain are the new Scratch, the new Military Gun, and the the new Jesus piece. Topics, totally fair. Um, yeah, I mean, as far as metal, I, I don't really listen to that much metal. Um, outside of writing it, or if I'm jumping back into, you know, if I have a reason to, uh, I listen to a bunch of metal. But I kind of jump around a bit with my with my taste. So like the last metal album that I really really enjoyed is like the Fear Factory um update. You know, with the new singer or, or the re the the like reindustrialized it's quite good you know where they pretty much got the new singer in and remixed everything oh and yeah that was amazing um like fear factory are phenomenal live as well so i'm always going to go with fear factory um but yeah i like the new blink album is really good um ministry 
Ministry released a new single there a little while ago, and it's a it's a proper bop. Um, Insomnium. I don't know if you listen to Insomnium, but as far as like a black metal, like black metal post black, uh, they're some of the best. Um, and then yeah, uh, a band called Youth Fountain as well, which I've really really enjoyed. Um, yeah, so there you go. It's kind of all over the place. Awesome. It's Youth good to Fountain. have um a lot of um yeah. different tastes. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, that's how you do it. Like, the, th- the thing about it is, right, if you're going in and writing, when you're writing a specific genre of music, particularly something like black metal, where a lot of people only, like a lot of guys that do it, or even some of the fans as well, they just go, right, we're going to pick these three things and then run with them. <laughs> uh, blast beats, uh, tremolo picking, and sounding like the Nazgul. That's great. Love that. It's phenomenal. But black metal is a cool genre where you can, like, stretch it out and kind of do really anything you want with it, where you can go as far you know as to operatic metal or whatever um and i think the more you open your your scope with the stuff you listen to the more you're able to bring into it as i said like i learned to double stack delays not from alkest which some people would think it's from no i discovered alkest after i listened to tom DeLong doing it on angels <laughs> and airwaves you know so it, it does kind of all feed back in and one of the cool things about this band specifically is when we're writing stuff we will pull ideas from it like in hamperance there's a gent bit for some reason, <laughs> yeah. you know, and I never would have thought to put a gent bit in, in horrendous music. CJ thought about that because he's, he really likes gent and Matt uh, and, you know, uh, Matt core and stuff like that. So what I'm saying is it all comes back around. You can't just sit there and listen to just one genre because then you, you, you don't, you don't innovate. You're you get like, bored oh, and you get 100%. bored and you get bored, but you also don't you innovate bored. because you, you, you wall yourself off. Uh, Especially um... like, Sorry, I don't, I don't mean to no, no, cut you off. No, no, don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, we just found, especially when it, because we're, we're trying to get to a point where we can play live more often. Um, and throughout the years, like when we first started off the band, we were like all crazy into black metal. We want to do a black metal thing. But then you start to div- divert because if you're playing the same music you're listening to all the time, you start to either repeat yourself or as I said earlier, get, get bored or tired of it. And then, you know, it, it stops being interesting. Um, I find I, obviously that that's, I'm not, I can't speak for everyone, but everybody in Arenda has such a diverse taste in music to the point where like, you never know, like we'll, we'll all be listening to something completely different at the same time while we're writing. And it just allows us to kind of bounce off each other with new ideas. For all you know, like when we were shooting one of our last music videos, we were um, playing country music That's true. in the background. That is true. That is exactly what happened. Yep. It was well, very You weird. need that sort of balance <laughs> in the band for like everything to be different. Because if you're all listening to the same stuff, it's just going to sound, you know, not that interesting. But like... Yeah. Isolated. Fact, yeah. The fact that you guys listen to all sorts of different stuff is like, you know, really cool. And it shows in the music. Like... um. I don't know if you guys ever um, dove into it, but when um, the 2017 the kind of like SoundCloud rap scene came out, like in America with like all the little little rappers and whatever, um, that kind of yeah. made me discover like, oh, I can listen to other types of music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, but, but see, that's it. And I, I mean, I think like once you realize that just because you like X, Y, and Z doesn't mean you know you can't like this and that. I think that's very. Um, it's just hurting you in the end you know it's it's just like oh it's kind of like 
you know when you're when you're younger and you, you like this one thing and then you don't tell anybody like this one thing and then you go to college and you're like oh it's great that's kind of what it's like it's it's it, it's it's a musical equivalent of being a, a Yu-Gi-Oh fan in college or something like that you know where you find oh it's okay that everybody likes this you know it's a eureka um, moment exactly yeah it, it's it's a it's, yeah. it's a it's a good kind of uh, personal growth moment and look a lot of lads and girls will just stare and like I just like this one specific genre and we'll just drill this one specific and that's cool and some of them will be in a band that will make it and it'll be cool but for us if we were to do that I don't think about being in a band like that would be fun and we wouldn't like our life set is so varied uh, because of, of the way we write but then also like for me when I'm writing stuff it's like no it, you need it needs to be hooky the hooks are the big thing because that's the stuff you remember like you know when you're just the handprints for example it'll be little hooks that you that you hear it won't be like oh that was so crushingly brutal it's like yeah it was <laughs> but you also remember the hook and then that's it like nerve gas as well is the same you remember the hook you don't really remember how brutal it was you know and that's what that's what people sing along to as we've seen recently which is very cool there's some songwriting 101 guys thank you so Big much hook. for sitting down and uh talking with me thank you thanks for having us of course and handprints is out the 15th of november absolutely sure is <laughs> get stuck into it